This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, this is Frida Liu. You're listening to Her Vantage, and this is where we speak to women of influence and leadership. Amazia Cesar Moria Jumel, or Maz from Danau Girang Field Center, or DGFC, obtained a Bachelor of Zoology from University Malaysia Sarawak in 2012. She had picked up multiple part time jobs before she was hired by DGFC in 2014 as a field assistant in a project called Monkey Bar Project and was then appointed to lead the primatological component on site. She's actively involved as a project manager in the Regrow Borneo Initiative, a collaborative project between DGFC, Koprasi Pelanjongan, or Kopel, and Cardiff University. Good morning, Mas. Good morning, Freda. I know you're now driving from uh, Kota Kinabalu to Kinabatangan. How long is that drive? Yeah, so it's a six-hour drive. So I'm now in Renau, so I have like about five hours more to go. (laughs) Okay, Okay, before we get into the work you do, so this is something you do how often? Like, you know, so how long do you stay at Kinabatangan? How long are you in KK? That sort of thing. Yeah, so... I am so grateful because like I have such an understanding boss. So he actually like put in my contract that um, I will be based in Kinabatangan. So which is in the middle of the forest for like three weeks a month. And I can actually like work from um, the HQ in KK for a week. So it's also like... Um, for me to actually like have my time with my family or with my husband. So like I have a week in Keke in a month. Yeah. I want to say you have a very understanding husband. Yes, exactly. <laughs> very. <laughs> so tell me what made you decide to do zoology? So I've been always like in love with like animals, you know, and also because in Borneo we have this forest and it's really like interesting to actually like to study these animals we have and like and also like I am from from Borneo and I am a local so like who else is gonna do that if like it's not us right the locals so it's very interesting and you know I always like to um I always love like working in in the jungle you know so compared to like being in the city I love being in the jungle like more actually <laughs> right okay. yeah now when you were doing your course right during that time uh were there a lot of women doing this course and do you see more women doing it now yeah actually like we had i think 80 percent of women in in my in my class mm. at the time and now when I started um, working with the Naugirang Full Center, there were actually a lot of women who were working um, um, with the Naugirang Field Center. And like my boss always said, like, this is women power. So I'm actually really happy because he actually like gives the opportunity equally to women and men as well. But apparently like more women actually are working with the Naugirang Full Center. So it's right. really like interesting. Yeah. 
Okay, so this is really nice to know. So even when you when you were studying, there were already women doing it, and now they're also in this field. Okay, I know I want to talk about regrow polio, but tell me a little bit about your previous project, the monkey bar project. Okay, so that project um, we started in. I think I started in 2014, so I was involved in 2014, right after my study, and I actually like um, applied for it, and I got the job as a research assistant. So I was in um, Kudat for like how many years? Like from 2014 until 2016, before I I did my masters. So this study, so we went. Um, into the jungle a lot, like doing census to study the macaques population in the area. And also this study was um, also like focusing on um, studying the um, monkey malaria. So during the time um, we had to do phenology where we had to study the uh, trees and we also like um, colored monkeys where we track them like almost every day and like, you know, just like looking for them wherever they went so like yeah every day and also doing the census where we had to walk like over 10 kilometers a day to do the census and as well as um um collecting um uh feces like from the monkeys yeah to study yeah it's so interesting, right? Trying to find out about monkeys who are up in the tree and jumping around and you're trying to try trying to to you know catch them in a way, right? It's difficult. Now, your your current work on Regrow Borneo works closely with the local community of Kampung Atukute to restore the degraded habitat in the lower Kinabatangan wildlife sanctuary by replanting food-resistant samplings in different locations. So the Regrow Borneo project is a project developed to mitigate carbon dioxide emission. Why is there a degradation in the first place? Okay, so in Kinabatangan, um, you know, like they are cutting trees to actually plant more um, oil palm. So if you see actually, like whenever we we present about Kinabatangan, we have actually this video you, where you can see like from previous years how it um, changed, like from this many forests and then suddenly become like just the forest like on the riparian areas. So yeah, it's mostly in Kinabatangan where I'm working. Mm. It's mostly the oil palm plantation actually, like yeah. cutting trees, yeah, for the oil palm plantation. Right. So it, this is still happening and is the solution then no oil palm plantations? Um, yeah, it's still happening. But what's interesting is we Actually, we are um, collaborating with these um, plantations where um, we like um, trying to educate them on how to actually um, practice the sustainable sustainable um, um, practices for like oil pump plantation as well. So it's very interesting because they are actually trying to help as well. And also like, you know, Sam Dabi, it's a, it's a huge company and they are actually trying to like give back to the community and also for the restoration. So they are actually like uh, funding some of our project as well to actually like, you know, like trying to um, to give back to, to conservation. So, you know, it's not 
always like damaged, but they are practicing like sustainability and also like helping with uh, conservation as well. Right. So there is reforestation going on as well. Yes, yes. And some of the plantations in our area, they are actually like um, planting trees as well in like the patches of the um, the plantation area. So, yeah. So, you know, with what you're doing now, right, if you don't do this, if you don't do the replanting of flood-resistant saplings, what happens to the area if you're not doing this work? So, it will be like no trees and, you know, um, nowadays we are we are hearing um, more and more about climate change. So if we don't, but planting trees, you know, it it isn't enough. So it's like it's not just like planting trees, but uh, we have to do a lot more, like um, educating people and also like um, practicing sustainability and. Um, planting tree is like one of the efforts to actually like mitigate the effect of um, the emission of carbon carbon into our you know space right. and like yeah making our um, climate change. Right. So yeah. Okay. So other than planting trees, what else needs to be done? You say that's just one area, but it doesn't solve all of it. What else needs to be done? So other than planting trees, we have to like. You know, there's a lot of effort where people are trying to educate people on like how we reduce our emission as well, like from 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 home. So it's not it's not just like trying to um, go everywhere asking people to like plant trees, but it yeah. starts from from yeah. from your house as well because like yeah. yeah, how how do you use your like like plastics and yeah everything. plastics and everything you know yeah are you, are you, if you are not you if you're not wasting stuff and you know and you're more conservative at home yeah you, right it, it happens there it's not just about if you, you can't solve if the whole supply chain is someone is not behaving yeah yeah right uh such an interesting so we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about this Anyway, I'm here with Amazia Sizamora Jumal from the Dano Giram Field Center. We'll continue our conversation after this. Stay tuned, PFF 89.9. Backing feminist movements, BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Frida Liu, you're listening to Her Vantage. This is where we speak to women of influence and leadership. I'm speaking to Amazia Sizamora Jumal, or Maz, from Dana Giram Field Center. And we're talking about her project, Regrow Borneo. How do you regrow Borneo? Now, with your current project, how is it funded? And are you, I'm asking this question is because also, does your work involve fundraising and getting grants, or is that? taken care of by someone so you can focus on on what you do yeah thank you for that so we are actually like um rely on funding as well and due to covid um obviously we are also like affected but um we are we have this um how do you say that the charity where you can actually like um, contribute or you can donate to Regrow Borneo as well if you want to help in like right. you know doing something good for the earth 
So yeah, we are depending on funding and also donations from um, people. Right. Where can I go if I want to donate? Is that uh, the the Dinao Giradi uh, DGFC website? Yeah, you can go to DGFC website and we are posting a lot about this kind of stuff about Groborneo. And yeah, you can find the link from there where you can like donate. Yeah. Okay, this is very interesting. I know you have become an animated local scientist in a <laughs> educational video made for children throughout the world yeah. to share information importance of forest restoration. Do you know when this will be aired? Um, to be honest, no, I don't know actually when they will be airing it. But yeah, I'm still also waiting for that. Okay, so what did you do for that one? So yeah, I did the voiceover for it. So I have this one character of a scientist. So yeah, I did a voiceover. Okay, what was the scientist's name? Um, Maz. Oh, Maz. Ah, okay. So I'm trying to think of a name, right? Because there's Dora the Explorer. So yeah. Maz something <laughs> okay yeah. oh, wow so you got a cartoon character you know about you uh now you want your work uh, on, on thermal imaging was also featured in one of the bbc documentaries now what is thermal imaging and how is this important in the jungle okay so thermal imaging is um is I mean, the thermal camera that I use is a device to actually capture heat from from animals. So the idea of using this device was because when I was doing monkey bar, it was quite hard actually to to count how many of them because you know monkeys, right? Like they move all around and like you cannot really... Yeah, it's so hard to actually like know how many of them in, in that... A particular area so we came up with this idea where we use the thermal camera to actually try um, to compare the conventional method with this thermal imaging where um, the conventional method is just like um, trying to count them with your your eyes so just seeing them the visual observation and also with this thermal camera you can actually just record the area and then you can like save the the recording and then go back to your um to the center and just check the video and it's easier because you don't have to do it there you just have to record and then count how many of them it's so interesting because from my finding of my study um thermal camera actually detected more um uh, monkeys compared to visual observation uh, obviously obviously that's why you technology there. Now, I'm sure in your work, right, I mean, uh, and this is where we usually don't ask this of a guy, but we always, you know, I'm sure you get it from society, right? Three weeks, you're in the jungle, one week, you're at home, right? Uh, do people make these comments because you're a woman? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get it a lot. I mean, like, yeah, because I'm a woman and like, how are you going to survive your marriage if we are like, you know, like doing this long distance relationship? So it's really a hard work, actually, because it's not easy to being away from your husband because we do have like some problems as well. Sometimes yeah. when it's too, so it's so hard to actually travel and like when it gets too, too long, when you're like being away for too long, you know, like, some problems can right. like arise but but we managed to like handle 
everything. But it works. It works both ways, right? I, what I'm saying is that, like, if a man does his work, right, people don't comment as much that you're away, right? But if you're a woman, they will say, "Why are you doing this?" Right? Do you, yeah. do you comments? Yeah, I don't know why, but we, yeah, because like, I don't know why women get that question a lot. Like, you're being away from your family, but you don't really ask men, right? Yeah. Yeah, that happened as well. I know you're also, uh, you know, helping to get more girls involved in this field, right? And what what are some of the things that you're you're trying to do? Um, first of all, is trying to actually like um, empower. So it's like, um, so for example, in my um, kampung or village, so there there's a lot of girls actually who are really like inspired with this kind of work. Um, one because wow you're like doing this you're a woman and you're working in the jungle so it's so like um, exciting you know so some of my friends also who are already working but like working in the city um, whenever I post about my job or like what I'm doing like day to day so it's really kind of like making them want to do the same kind yeah. of thing but yeah I was like um Tell, uh, I tell them that, you know, whatever job you have, yeah, just just do it because, like, you know, it's your job. And, like, um, well, I'm lucky enough to, ha- to have this kind of job. But then, how do you say that? Yeah, I mean, like, you do what you have, right? right. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one thing is, like, uh, you know, I know that your, your parents are farmers and then, of yeah. course, call it the banister effect because they've seen Mas able to do this they're also inspired that I can do this too right? yes and yes yes exactly so yeah. they, they know that you know not that your parents were scientists your parents were farmers and then to see to be able to, to grow in this area it inspires them and I know that you're also planning to do your PhD soon yes <laughs> how's that coming along I mean it's quite quite tough at the moment because you know it's COVID so um, I'm still trying to actually like look for funding to yeah to, to fund my studies so yeah right. I, I, you know you, you talk about COVID right now you're in the jungle most of the time how has the pandemic affected your work I, I uh, you're in the jungle you don't meet as many people but obviously there's an implication but I can't see can you tell me how the pandemic has affected your work? Um, for me personally, uh, it didn't really affect our work in the jungle because right. we are still able to actually like operate in the jungle. Mm-hmm. But um, for our collaborators, um, I think it actually like affected them more because our collaborators like Coppel, you know, they are... They are not like a field, a research center. So they are like a tourism based kind of right. field. Yeah. So it hits them um, a lot because like in the first phase of the of the MCO, they did they were not allowed to operate. So yeah. So we had to wait like for a few week, a few days before mm-hmm. we could actually start like doing any works in a restoration plot but for for us personally for Danau Girang Field Center it didn't really like affect the 
um, you know, the, the works in the jungle. Okay, so it, it, it affect, not so much the work in the jungle, but you have partners and yeah, they will enhance it, it affects you in a way as well, right? Okay, so so interesting. Well, you know, have a safe drive uh, to Kinabatangan and uh, thank you for sharing your story as a zoologist. I've been speaking to Amazia Sizamoria Jumal from the Danau Girang Field Centre. You've been listening to Her Vantage from BFF 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.